It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. It is California Wine Country brought to you by Bottle Barn. Dan Berger's here, of course. It's been too long since our guest today has been with us. He is Craig McAllister, head winemaker at the wonderful La Crema. Craig, great to see you, buddy. Thanks, Steve. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me along. Craig McAllister spent his first 20 years in New Zealand, then lived in London for six years. He's, you've traveled all over the world, of course, and I guess started about 07 with La Crema? Correct. Yeah, I, I uh, came to La Crema in 2007, uh, like many folks do, is cross the equator, and I thought I was going to be here for three months, and we're counting on 16 years, so it, uh, it's a long three months. And you're very happy about that. <laughs> very happy about it. I know it's you are. It's a beautiful place to live. Uh, Dan Berger. Sir. Your cellar wine is not aged. What is this? This is a brand new wine from Bonnie Dune Vineyard. It's an orange wine made the way orange wine is made. So it's white wine aged on skins. And not very long, but very cold, and then put it in a bottle and drink it up. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. Where I, does the orange come from? Well, they actually have 10% orange muscat in it oh. to, to soften the wine, so it has a little sweetness on the end to cover up the bitterness that you're going to get from the skin contact. I love it. I think it's delicious wine, $17 a bottle. The really. color's very pretty, Steve, right? It is pretty. Yeah. yeah. And I don't hate it, but I, I, I'm going to pour... I took a taste, two tastes, and I'm going to pour the rest in my... Well, it's not Chardonnay, and you're the Chardonnay guy. Yeah. What can I say? I'm going to pour the rest in my dump cup. Okay. Which is actually my coffee cup. Do not... And then he'll drink that. I got to remember not to drink the rest of the coffee after I dump this. Uh, Craig, your thoughts on this wine? Well, I just drank all of mine, so uh, yeah, I quite like (laughs) it. I like it. You know, I think there's there's more of a trend towards these orange-style wines, natural wines these days, and uh, while we don't make one for La Crema... I do love tasting other folks' wines, for sure. Is this the first orange-style wine we've had? Yes. Yeah, okay. And Bonnie Dune, give me a little background Bonnie on them. Bonnie Dune I, was I, founded, I know the name, and I've tasted their stuff they're down before. They're down in Santa Cruz, uh, founded right. by Randall Graham, who was is one of the most innovative winemakers in the history of this country, a real groundbreaking pioneer guy. Um, he's a little bit on the edge. He, he does a lot of things that are very risky. This is his first orange wine, and his first orange wine is really good in terms of orange wine production. Very few people make a wine that's orange that's any good. Do we need orange wine? Well, it's a, it's a fad right now, Steve. And okay. If it happens to capture the fancy of the public, then that's going to work out fine. But if it doesn't, then we'll just move on and do something else. And, and you said something off air before we started that we don't think we've ever heard you say before. <laughs> Which was, you would not lay this down. I will age one bottle. You will? I will put it away for about two years, but I think it's probably not intended for that. I think this is a wine that you just don't want to age. I think you just buy it and take it home, chill it down, and drink it up. (laughs) Pretty simple. All right, our guest on California Wine Country today is Craig McAllister, head winemaker at the fabulous La Crema. I have been a fan of La Crema since uh, before the sale before they were sold uh, and there's folks have been able to maintain the quality and everything that we we've come to know la crema for i mean you know yeah la crema it's 44 years old founded back in 1979 and and uh and purchased by jackson family in 1993 right 
Uh, and, uh, and, you know, I think from 93 onwards, there was this real focus on site specificity in the wines with our vineyard sourcing and, uh, and seeking out those, those great spots and those current and new varietals that we can, uh, that we can make wine from. Talk a little more. I got into a bit of your history. Uh, you know, uh, first twenty years in New Zealand, lived in London for six years. Where did you work in the, all these places around the, the world, and how did you wind up here? Oh gosh, so uh, so winemaking for me uh, is probably the the third attempt at a career, and it's <laughs> the one that's stuck, uh, thankfully. But uh, my my background in New Zealand was uh, working in resort hotels, and I uh, trained as a hotel manager. Uh, and it was shortly after that that you know, like so many youngsters in New Zealand, you get the get the itchy feet and you want to go and see where your family come from and for many of us that's Europe so I uh, I went to live in the UK for the best part of six years uh, and I worked construction while I was there and worked uh, worked serving beers and bars uh, and it was when I went back to New Zealand that I thought it was time to do something with my life and went to college and uh, and got into the winemaking um, side of things. So, you know, it was bringing that, what I knew from the hotels, serving wine, making cocktails, you know, and, and actually just stepping over on the other side of the business. And it was something I wish I'd done in my 20s and not left it until my late 30s, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Better, better late than never. Better late than never, yeah. I mean, by the time I, I made this decision, I think I'd got all the bad ones out of my <laughs> system. So, uh, <laughs> so it was a good one. Couldn't you see Craig as a bartender absolutely. at a pub absolutely in england or anywhere i mean with mate being your every third word every third word yeah, you know, and, yeah. pronounce it correctly yeah, you know, can pronounce it correctly I was pretty good at spending time on the other side of the bar as well. So. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Dan, thoughts on uh, the history of La Crema and where they are today? Well, it goes all the way back to uh, when Dan Goldfield and Rod, and Rod Berglund were making wine there. It was kind of a funky operation. And then uh, and it was owned by a guy by the name of Jason Corman. That goes, it was called La Crema Viniera at that time. But um, after the change of name and uh, Jess Jackson bought the property, it became far more mainstream, and it became a really fascinating brand. And right now, these wines are just spectacular. I mean, they're such good quality that you are. I'm always amazed that the prices are so reasonable. This, I, I agree. This completely. Sauvignon Blanc is, is knockout city. This is one of the best. Where do you get the fruit from? You know, this is is coming from all over Sonoma County, and, and interestingly, it's coming from areas that that historically we've not had a lot of Chardonnay or Pinot Noir from. So, the the core of the blend is coming from Alexander Valley, uh, Dry Creek Valley, and Knights Valley. Uh, and with the 2022 vintage that we have in the glass, that we did get some Russian River Valley fruit in here as well. How do you get such beautiful uh, varietal personality? You know, I think it's a, it's it's a hands-off approach in in many uh, regards. You know, what I, I don't want to do is force a style here. So, you know, we use a lot of different yeasts. We might use some enzymes that that really help with the aromatics of the wine. Um, for me, and and where this wine fits in the La Crema family of wines is the textural component in the mouth. You know, I think if you look at all of our wines, Chardonnay through Pinot Noir texture is such an important part so i'm focusing on the texture for about 70 percent of the thought process for this wine and we have uh what do we have a lot of it we've got a lot of barrels 
So about 25, 26% of this wine is fermented in neutral oak. And it's amazing what that will do for texture without bringing the, the actual flavor or aroma of the oak into the wine. So it's uh, six and seven year uh, barrels and it really spends you know, 28, 35 days maximum in the barrel. So just to get the texture. It's a lovely soft blonde. It's a gorgeous wine. And a 22, right? Yeah. It's a 22, yeah. Yep, Probably be better released. in a year, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> or two hours in the decanter tonight. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Make sure it gets some air because, I mean, it's a very young wine, but it's delicious. It really it really strikes all of the chords of Sauvignon Blanc. It's supposed to be like this. It is like this. Really Did you cool. taste it, Harry? I'm still enjoying Dan's cellar wine, and it's grown on me even in the time that it's just been in the glass now. It's calmed down a little bit for me, and I'm just going to finish that. Sounds Well, good. maybe I should have... Let it sit for a while and not pour it in the coffee dumped cup. it in my coffee cup. <laughs> it's California Wine Country. Our guest today with Dan Berger is Craig McAllister, head winemaker at La Crema. And they are going to be part of the Taste of Sonoma coming up on June 24th, brought to you by the Sonoma County Vintners. This is one of the finest events in wine country, and it's been going on for years. It is now again at the Kendall Jackson uh Estate. Wine Estate Estate and Gardens, yes. Uh, Tickets are now on sale, and you should grab them early. But what an amazing uh, venue and what an amazing place to have this annual event, the Taste of Sonoma. And, uh, Craig, what is uh, La Crema going to be doing at the Taste of Sonoma this year? So, yeah, La Crema will be pouring uh, in the Grand Tasting on Saturday, the 24th of June. And uh, we are one of, of about 100 neighbouring wineries uh, that will be pouring wine there. Um, and there are several other wines from the Jackson family uh, of wines. Um, there's Kendall Jackson, obviously, hosting, Batanzas Creek, Siduri, Stone Street, to name a few, and uh, in varying parts of the experience. So there's a VIP room uh, where some of those wines uh, will be poured by uh, Copan, Zeitloss and Stone Street. So a good good mix for everyone. And of course you'll be out there to mingle and talk to the people. I sure hope to be, yeah. Yeah, and hoping for a good day. Dan, you're you're a history I, with the Taste of Sonoma. I love I, I love that event. It's one of the yeah. fun most fun events uh, you can do in Sonoma County and one of the reasons is that the property is so gorgeous because oh, it's man. really right up against that beautiful uh, uh, garden you've got there. The garden is spectacular. Right now um I'm sure the tomato plants are waiting on <laughs> all the buds are out, but we're not seeing any tomatoes just yet. But what a great property. And the and the tasting is fun because you can wander around, you can see lots of different things, you can hear some music. It'll be just a lot of fun. And early bird pricing is in effect right now through May 31st for the uh, 2023 uh, annual Taste of Sonoma at Kendall Jackson Wine Estate and Gardens. So go to tasteofsonoma.com. It's that simple. Yeah. Uh, what else did you bring, Craig? So I, uh, in, in keeping with the uh, the warm weather and the, the summer that's ahead of us, I bought a, uh, a Rosé Pinot Noir from Sara Lee's Vineyard, which is our home vineyard at La Crema. That's right. And has quite a storied history in Russian River Valley and Sonoma County winemaking. And this is one of our 
uh, tasting room exclusive wines. It's uh, 100% Pinot Noir and is made, uh, grown and made with the intent of it being a rosé. So we oh. harvest it nice and early, get lovely, bright, uh, natural acidity. The, no, the nose on this, the aroma, Dan, this is, that's incredible. I'm. Oh, well, it, it, it smells a little bit like champagne stock initially because it's got that beautiful Pinot Noir character. Imagine how good this would be as sparkling. Well, we're not going to get there. All right. But now, <laughs> what a delicious opportunity because it gives you Pinot Noir flavor without any of the tannin, without any of the bite, without any of the red color. What it's Basically, it's copper-colored with a, just a slight hint of pink. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very good. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. And probably close to zero sugar, which I really like. It is bone dry, yeah. 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 Uh, all fermented out. And, and as I say, we want this to be a really nice, fresh, lively... Uh, expression of rosé pinot noir and, and perfect for uh, sitting on the patio yep. with uh, with a glass of wine on. Did a, you do this direct day. to press entirely? It is direct to press. Yeah, that is a gorgeous wine. Yeah, and, gorgeous. and press very gently. We're not looking to pick up a lot of tannin. Expl- you know, explain direct to press for folks. So for the direct to press for us, it's uh, it's hand harvested fruit. So you know you get the the the, the stalk uh, with the grapes still on it. We pick it in the very early morning while it's still cool and deliver it to the winery and it just goes straight into the press and then it's a very gentle pressing cycle and we take you know, the, the cuvee, if you will, separate that from the hard pressings uh, because the, you know we don't want the hard pressings in this because that brings some bitterness and, and some of those maybe slightly browner colours. So we just want that, that very vivid colour, bright acidity and, and so delicate flavour. This is essentially picked as red wine fruit. In other words, it's all dark grapes, they're Pinot Noir grapes, and then they go direct to the press. No crushing, no destemming. Okay, that was my question. If it doesn't go direct to press, where does it go? Or what it happens goes to into it? the it goes to the to the to the pressing machine and it just direct to the press. It doesn't go to the destemmer or the crusher. If you crushed it, you would tear up the skins and you would get more color and you don't want that. And then you get tannin and that's not what you want. So you go right into the press and if you press it really gently, you're not going to get any bitterness. And there's one, this one has zero bitterness. It's fabulous. Harry, thoughts on this one? Uh, enjoying it. Uh, still still mem- having a memory of the orange wine. I'm going to stick with that through the whole show. That was, thank you for bringing that in. <laughs> you can take the bottle with you. I, I intend to. <laughs> yes. Um, Give that bottle to Harry. <laughs> I'll swap it with Steve Shard. He'll never know. Um, and this is delightful as well. As you said, very dry. Um, and no sugar, uh, and quite tasty. I, what I think is m- impressive is the way it was structured to be a patio sipper, but it also has the weight to go with some food. I would just see this to go with rare tuna, or maybe just as as sushi or sashimi, or seared lightly, and that's it. This is a stat- phenomenal uh, experience with the right kind of seafood. And I agree with you. I, I mean, the, the finish and everything, is, it makes me hungry. And Absolutely. The finish is what's the secret weapon. And it sticks one. around. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, when we're blending the wines, we're always mindful of, of how it's going to pair with food. You know, I, I think the two go so well hand in hand. And, uh, you know, I, I'm almost looking for that little bit of 
sort of minerality, stoniness here. We often call it pithiness on the finish. Mm. And without that, I think the wine could probably be a bit blousy and wouldn't stand up to a lot of food. So, you know, I'm, I'm really looking for that. Just a little bit of structure on the finish that, that helps tie the wine together. Blousy. Is that a New Zealand term? I think it is, yeah. I yeah. think so. <laughs> I've heard it. I never hear it around here. Any. Harry? <laughs> I, blousy? I, no. Um, <laughs> frousy. Frumpy. <laughs> frumpy. But not blousy. It's a good word, though. Housewives of It's a good word. Yeah, I think maybe a more appropriate word might have been simple. All right, simple like that. Simple, yeah. Thank you. Boy, do I get the word simple. <laughs> Believe me. Trust me. Uh, let me ask you, Craig, and we've I've talked about this before, and I, I do know pretty much the answer, but why New Zealanders kiwi? Why are you kiwis? <laughs> so it's, it's nothing to do with the fruit. Uh, right. it's, it's the native bird of New Zealand, which is the kiwi. And, uh, you know, this is a, a fairly... Radical-looking bird, if you will. It, it probably looks, you know, nothing like a bird in the true sense, but it's it's the native bird, and and we are uh, by virtue of that kiwis. Hmm. Google it, Steve. I have. Okay. And believe me, I, it should be on your bucket list to visit. Yes, it is actually. It's a beautiful spot. I know. Fabulous. I know. It's almost as nice as Sonoma County. <laughs> And I am loving this uh, 2022 La Crema Sauvignon Blanc. And again, a couple of years, three years maybe? Well, it is. I it's a say, 2022, I would so say it's that young. 90% of the people listening to our show right now are going to want to drink this as soon as they get it, as soon as they buy it. Me too. And I think it's definitely designed to do that. But another. Seven to all nine percent of people will say, "Hold on, there's a future. let it open up. There's a, a bit. future here. Yeah, yeah. So tonight, after you put that in the decanter and keep it cool, but let it breathe a little bit and open up. That is a spectacular one. That's what I'm going to do tonight. So what's the other one percent going to do with it if they're not going to lay it down and they're not going to? They're going to drink, gonna it drink right orange they'll wine, lose it Harry. In the cellar, and ten years later they come back and say, "Oh, this thing, this thing is dead," and they'll find out how great it really is. <laughs> it's California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn on the Drive on KSRO. Our guest today, Craig McAllister, head winemaker at the fabulous La Crema. And uh, we're talking about the taste of Sonoma because uh, La Crema is going to be involved. Uh, more than 100-plus wineries. Uh, they've got complimentary food trucks. And uh, you can relax at their themed lounges. It's at uh, Kendall Jackson Wine Estate and Gardens, one of the most beautiful places in Sonoma County. It's June 24th. Tickets uh, are available and early bird pricing right now is in effect through May 31st. Now, speaking of the themed lounges, Harry's on top of that. The, talk about those. Well, now, Dan, you've been there. So yeah. just give us an idea of what goes on in the themed lounge, and then I'll tell the folks what kind of well, themed lounge they have. It's, each one is slightly different. So you're going to have a little opportunity for this or a little opportunity for that. And, and there's some education going on. I hate to say education. I do not want to use the word education involved in, in this. You're talking it, to Harry, a teacher. You okay, can well, use the, you can use the bad, word bad, education. Bad, bad. Well, on this show. But when you go to a, a, a public wine event like this, the education is a no-brainer. Because what it does is it allows you to understand better why the wine is as good as it is. 
you taste these wines, you love them, and then there's no, there's not a, such a thing as a bad Sonoma County wine. Let's be realistic. But when you finally taste something, you want to know why you like it, and here's where you can find out all the answers. And it's such a wonderful opportunity because these people are skilled. They all know right. what they're doing. I well, get and that. Cr- and Craig will be one of them, and you can actually uh, talk to him. Absolutely, yeah. We we love these events <laughs> where uh, you know you've you've got folks from all walks of life coming up and talking about your wines and uh, asking questions about them. It's, it's really a good opportunity for us. Now, one of the uh, lounges this year, and I'm proud uh, that this is new, it's the Drive Clothing Optional oh. Lounge. <laughs> so join us there. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find it, follow the screaming, folks. Believe me, Harry and I will be wearing clothes. But Now, these uh, other lounges. Now, I, I, Dan, as you were saying, you can go to these lounges and get some more information. I can imagine if you go to the Rondi Strong Vineyards Destination Rose Lounge, you will learn more about rosés. If you go the, to the Gloria Ferrer's Bubble Lounge, you'll learn more about sparkling wines. I'm not sure what you're going to learn at the Cross Country Mortgage Silent Disco. I well, we there. know what Silent Disco is, and it's a crack up. <laughs> but why this company is sponsoring it is... A mortgage company sponsoring a silent disco at the yeah. Taste of Sonoma. You know, again, a silent disco, basically, everyone has headphones on. Right. And there's different DJs playing different stuff. And you can flip around and listen... To the music you want. And to the, you can dance to any drummer. And then... You dance, and it's one of the funniest things to watch. <laughs> you dance very quietly. Because you're not hearing any music. You're just watching all these people dancing and moving, and it's... Just it's... watch out for those cameras taking pictures of you <laughs> dancing. <laughs> and we won't do that in the drive lounge. Uh, but what else, man? The Kendall Jackson Garden Bar, which is where I assume the folks from La Crema might be. I'm sure we'll show our face in there. <laughs> and the Vintners Resort's Villa Vita Spa Lounge. Now, that might be quite enjoyable. Bring a towel. <laughs> Bring a towel to the drive lounge too. I... <laughs> like that, Jay. Wow! Quickly. So, Craig, folks who want to visit La Crema, what can they experience there? You know, uh, the the uh, La Crema Estate at Sara Lee's Vineyard, which is on uh, Slusser Road uh, in Windsor, is our home. Uh, and so there's a variety of tasting options that uh, that visitors and guests can enjoy there. So um, two or three different flights of tastings. Uh, you can reserve a picnic table, bring your own picnic with you. So you get the food you want to eat uh, with a bottle of La Crema wine. Um, you can do vineyard tours. Uh, and occasionally you might even see the winemakers from La Crema show our face there. <laughs> that would be you. That would be me, okay. and uh, and and I should uh, tip my hat. It's not a, a team of one. We we have uh, three winemakers, yeah. four winemakers. Give them a shout out. Crema. Let's uh, hear some names: Eric Johansson, Lisa Voltenbergs, and Federica Calabresi are all working on the La Crema wines these days. Not easy names to remember. Good job. Not easy names to remember. Or are they? And, uh, <laughs> if he yeah. can't remember their names, he's in trouble. <laughs> So uh, it's lacrema.com. That's simple. Lacrema.com. Check them out. Visit them at uh, Sara Lee's Vineyard in the heart of the Russian River Valley. And this, uh, yeah, there's the big historic barn, which is beautiful. It dates back to 1900. Correct. And, and it, it, it really is a beautiful spot. Um, it was uh, Sara Lee and Richard 
Kundi's home uh, prior to it becoming our home in the Russian River and uh, and it's just a gorgeous place. There are multiple levels with indoor-outdoor flow for tasting your wine. You, know, you can sit out in the almost in the vineyard as well if, if that's what you'd like to do. LaCrema.com. You know, LaCrema, when I first came uh, to wine country, it was one of the first Chardonnays that I tasted and got into Chardonnay because I had not been into it before and now I'm totally into it, obviously. But LaCrema, very well known for their shards over the years. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, if we look at at the wines that we make at La Crema Chardonnay is about two-thirds of, of our production. Yeah, okay. Obviously, our Sonoma Coast Chardonnay is, is perhaps one of the, the better known, um, but we do make a collection of single vineyard and smaller Appalachian Chardonnays as well, and, and many of those are... Uh, tasting room exclusives or if you're a member of the wine club you get to see some of those so uh for somebody that that turns up at the la crema estate uh to see the the whole family of wines that we make uh be a bit of an eye-opener for sure lacrema.com and don't miss don't miss them at the taste of sonoma coming up this june 24th uh it's as we've talked about it's such an amazing uh, thing, and it, it you know, but Dan, it used to be like three days running. Uh, yeah, it's just one day right now on the twenty fourth of June. If you typically don't want to visit wineries, this is the one property to visit. This is spectacular, and not only that, but you also have the opportunity to walk inside the tasting room and to look at some of those fabulous wines that are not available anywhere except there. It's a fabulous opportunity for, for locals. And, uh, in fact, I know people who come from out of town just for this event. Yes, as do I. And we'll be talking more about it and reminding people about it. It's June 24th that we'll be doing that. It's brought to you by Sonoma County Vintners. And they'll be back with us next Tuesday. California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, the great Craig McAllister from La Crema. Great to see you again, buddy, and we'll make it sooner than later this time. It's great to be here. Thanks for, for having me on.